everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. The greatest weapon there is against any stress and overwhelm is our ability to choose one thought over another. And isn't that the truth? You probably guessed it, whether it be from what I just said or the title itself. We are going to tackle stress and overwhelm. I am just currently in the season of life where there is a lot of things happening for me, not to me, but for me. And I'm so freaking excited about it. But with that is attached this overwhelm and stress. And so I want to set the stage of what's going on and hoping that you can relate, but also more importantly, that we can take just some of these epiphanies and insights that I have to help each other progress and take step forward rather than just sit here in the stress and overwhelm and let it eat us alive slowly but surely, okay? So that's what we're going to talk about on the podcast today. But first, let's go ahead and talk about the taco of the week, which is not only one of the fancier tacos that I've made out of recently, but the play on the title of the taco, it's my favorite. And I was really proud that I came up with it. Middle Easter in tacos. You get it? Like Easter is literally this Sunday. (laughs) So with that being said, if you are still looking for a dish to make for Easter, this is 100% up there. Okay. It is a Middle Eastern inspired taco where you have the pita, you've got lamb, you've got different type of yummy veggies and goat cheese, balsamic glaze. Oh my gosh. It is so good. So just regardless, if you want to like treat yourself to yummy taco or you're still looking for something to make with you and the family this weekend, if you're celebrating the holiday, go and check out the show notes because it's definitely a recipe card worth grabbing for something at some point. Uh, But anyways, let's go ahead and jump into the topic of the week. So like I said at the beginning, we're going to talk about tackling stress and overwhelm. And just to set the stage of what's been going on just in my life, like I said, there's a lot of things happening for me, not to me. And I want you to recognize the language there, that I'm allowing for things, the universe to work for me, and not thinking that life is picking on me because I'm feeling the stress and I'm feeling this overwhelm. But to keep it kind of short, right now, I am in the middle of launching my very first filmed strength program. So obviously, I teach strength classes. I'm a personal trainer. Like, I do this in my sleep. But this is the first time where I have created something specifically for people looking to do obstacle course races, looking to get into Ninja Warrior. Maybe they're already within the sport. Something very specifically designed for them to kind of fill that gap and make it more approachable and make them more successful within their first year of Ninja rather than like the experience that I went through where you got hurt a lot, you strained things, right? Like it was kind of unapproachable at first. This is just filling that gap and I'm really passionate about it. And like what a freaking gift it is that I have something like this to run after and to chase these dreams. But if you've known anything about like filming a program and like just building things like that in general, or if you could just even imagine it, it's pretty dang stressful. (laughs) It's a lot of moving parts and thinking from things to making sure that the program works, that it gets results, to where is it going to happen? What materials and resources are you going to use? Are you doing this alone? Are you doing this with other people? Outfits, blocking, like it's a lot of stuff to consider. And I knew that when I decided to do this, I was like, all right, this is going to be quite the project. But 
I just dropped this idea of how and I just started going forward and thinking of why in the world do I want to do this? And at the end of the day, it's to help people find their strong and become their strong. Because when I became my own strong, my life completely shifted. And so that for me is really important. It's my impact. One of the many things of impact that I want to leave a legacy on for this world, for this generation, whatever. So anyways, that's where we're at is I was sitting with my friend this weekend and we were talking about just logistics, just some of those things that I mentioned. And my head has just been spitting things like in certain circumstances, like what in the world am I going to do and how am I actually going to pull this off? Like, is my deadline actually feasible? Kind of being disappointed around that, right? Like you get the idea. There's just a lot that's happening. And then yesterday morning, my dad plays this song on the radio for me and it's called Lullaby by Sean Mullins. And it's the words or the lyrics to it in the chorus are, everything's going to be all right, rockabye. And this is a song that my parents used to play for me when I was younger. Like if I maybe lost a dance competition or I had a rough day or whatever the case is, a sad moment in my life. And my dad would put this tune on and we would just kind of sit there and listen to it. It totally brought tears to my eyes, but like it was just an amazing moment to hear this. And in the middle of all the overwhelm and all the stress, I just thought, you're right. (laughs) At the end of the day, everything's going to be all right. And that's the first thing that I want to mention to you guys today. Like, this is going to be all about just insights and things for you to remember. Some of this might be advice. Some of this might be tips. Take it, whatever it is that you need, and run with it. But that's the first thing that I just want you to just grasp onto is at the end of the day, everything's truly going to be all right. Like, the sky is not falling. The world is not on fire. You are going to be okay. You have to remember that you are the story that you continue to tell yourself. So this is a great time to think about, okay, in this moment of stress and overwhelm, what are the stories that I'm telling myself? Because at the end of the day, whatever those stories are saying is who I'm showing up as and how I'm perceiving my life. And not only that, But how you're perceiving your life is going to ultimately lead to the joy, the gratitude, what it is that you're experiencing from day to day, how you're taking action that it's everything. So go back to the basics of you are the stories that you tell yourself and start to think about how you can tell yourself a better one. I know that this is something that I say often, but clearly it's a basic that works. And the people that are really good at getting back up when they get knocked down, it's not because they're any more talented. It's because they've spent more time on the ground than you and they just continue to tell yourself, tell themselves more stories to get back up off the ground. That's literally it. They're just quicker at doing that and flipping the script in their head. So this is just another opportunity for you to see what stories are you telling yourself in your head? Is this a consistent trend? Do you consistently tell yourself these stories? Do we need to like actually create or fit even better, find the trigger? And figure out why does this trigger keep coming up in my life? Why does this bother me so much? And start to tackle that. Because at the end of the day, like, we can put band-aids on things all we want. But until we actually sit with our thoughts and figure out where and why these stories keep coming, like, from and why they're coming about, we're never going to really get anywhere. So this is just another opportunity that I'm giving you permission to think about is, Let's tell ourselves the different stories and actually figure out why these stories keep coming about in the first place. Um, and then the thing that I also want to mention that kind of piggy tails that, or piggy tails, is that the word I was looking for? 
<laughs> not picky tails that piggybacks that you guys are, we're gonna leave that edit in there that's hilarious <laughs> the thing that piggybacks that is this idea of the words that we choose so not only the story that we tell ourselves but the words that we choose when you think about it emotions are emotions you are not stressed you are feeling stressed and if we know anything about emotions at all Emotions are temporary. You might have been mad 10 minutes ago, but then you were able to flip the script on something or look at something that gave you gratitude, and now all of a sudden you're happy, right? The emotions that we experience are so temporary. And so if we know that, one, take a deep breath and realize like, this isn't going to last forever. My life is not ending. Oh my gosh, this is like the best news ever. Like I have to remind myself that if I'm just in this specific state where I am feeling this, I am not this. I am just happening to feel this right now. And I have every opportunity to choose that based off of the words that I tell myself. And so again, going back to this idea of the stories that you tell yourself, be careful of the specific words that you use in relation to after the words I am. I am blank. Whatever you put after that is so incredibly important. I can't even explain that. If you say, I am clumsy, I am stupid, I am whatever, your subconscious is holding on to that and it's always going to believe that that's the thing, that that is who you are, that is how you operate. So if you're going to feed your subconscious something, wouldn't you rather feed it something a little bit more empowering that's going to serve you and help you out at the end of the day? So one thing that I would encourage you to think of is, okay, maybe I'm not sure what stories I'm telling myself, or maybe I've got a handle on the stories. Now I want to really think about this specific thing of what am I telling myself that I am or how am I following up that statement? I just encourage you just to focus on that alone and see what comes about. The most simple one is I am tired. Along with I am stressed, I am overwhelmed, right? How often do you say that? And how often do, do, do you feel tired? And how much throughout the day do you feel tired? It's because you keep telling yourself that you're freaking tired, right? Tell yourself, I am building up my energy. I am in the process of building up my energy. That is way more impactful. That promotes the action of, okay, what's, what's going to give me energy? Movement, water, good foods, a laugh, something that's good from my mindset. I don't know. That that's up to you. What's going to bring you joy? What's going to bring you energy? Go do that thing. That is way more productive than just saying, I am tired. I am stressed. I am sad. La 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 la. You were in the process of what? Fixing what? Approving upon what? That's the way that I can best think of this. And I have to catch myself on this stuff all the time. But biggest thing to highlight here is just to make sure whatever you put after the words, I am, Make it badass, guys, because you are freaking badass, okay? All right. And that perfectly leads me into something else that I encourage you to think about when you get into these moments of overwhelm and stress is this rule that I try and live by, especially when it comes to my time in the car. (laughs) Believe it or not, this very sunshiny, happy person can get some serious road rage in the car. At the end of the day, you win some, you lose some, right? We're not perfect. We're all human. So anyways, this is a rule that I try to remember, and that rule is, if it's not going to matter in five years from now, don't let it consume you for more than five minutes. 
Like that rule is so like, oh, you're right. It's truly not going to matter. So why should I spend more of my joy, my time, my energy, my effort that can be funneled into other things being consumed and wrapped up in this one situation? If it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes thinking about it or consuming your energy on it. Make it as simple as that. Give yourself the five minutes to be upset, to be pissy, to vent, to journal, to rip it up, to toss into the fire. I don't know what you need to do, but take those five minutes wisely and then you're going to wipe your hands clean of it and you're going to move on. And I want to create a very concrete distinction here because in my dealing with disappointment episode, I talked about just sitting with your emotions. I think you have to know when it is that you need to sit with something versus this is just not truly going to matter. So why in the world should I sit with it and let it waste more of my time and my energy and my efforts? Disappointment, major loss, like things that are kind of life altering, that you need to sit with because there's a lot more at hand and learning lessons and things that we got to grow from and learn from, this is probably just something pesky that maybe ticked you off, okay? So I think just understanding that there definitely is a line there of what you need to sit with and what you don't need to sit with. And at the end of the day, right, that's where you ask yourself the question, is this truly going to matter in five years from now? If it's not, take five minutes again to do what you need to do and then move on from it. And maybe for those of you that are sitting here that are thinking like, okay, I don't really have something that's externally stressing me out. I think I'm internally creating this stress and overwhelm. I want to take a moment to address that as well, too, if you feel like these first few just, they don't really hit what you're looking for. I think that we internally get so worried about the how within the process of things and things to come And just everything that needs to get done that we freak ourselves out. Like I was saying earlier with my conversation with my best friend is like we just sat there and I was like in my head about all these things and nothing that she was saying was stressing me out. Nothing externally was saying, you have to do this, you have to go, blah, blah, blah. Like I was putting those expectations and standards on myself and going down that really deep, dark hole and internally causing myself that stress. So at the end of the day, here's what I want you to know when it comes to this is that if you are worried on the how, if you are worried on the process, if you are worried about all the things to come and you're stuck in your to-do list, at the end of the day, it's not your to-do list or any of that that's stressing you out. It is your fear of failure. Can we agree on that? Or is your fear of judgment, your fear of not being accepted? Because that's probably the reason that we have the to-do list in the first place, right? Is we want to be prepared. We want to make sure that we put our best foot forward. We that's what we want is we want success. We want progress. We want some sort of recognition for some of us, right? That really enjoy that. And so we get so worried and we put all these external pressures on ourselves because we have this idea of we need to be perfect. This needs to happen in a very specific way in order for it to work. And so when I realized that I was doing that to myself and stepping back into those perfectionist tendencies and that was what was causing this internal stress, as I told myself, You got to forget about the outcome, Kayla, and you have to forget about everything that needs to get done and just focus on where your feet are at right now and take the first step. The first best step 
that you know of, that you feel that your gut and intuition is pulling you to. And that's it. And then from there, let that next step based off of what happened off of that step happen naturally based off of what you learn and how things are going. And again, what your gut and intuition is telling you. I think if we could together just let go of the outcome of what could happen or what we hope to happen and just let what happened take place and just, I think, relinquishing that control in general, oh, it's just going to take so much weight off of our shoulders. It's going to remove that idea of judgment. It's going to remove that fear of failure because at the end of the day, none of that matters because all you're doing is looking down at where your feet are at and saying, okay, this is the next best step. This is the next best step. And any time that I've approached it that way where I'm like, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm just here to do the thing and to follow my gut and to follow my joy. The universe has never steered me wrong. It has always led me to the right place. And nine times out of 10, it is not the place that I thought that I was going, but it was exactly where I needed to be. So this is where you have to dig deep and you have to trust yourself. You have to listen to your intuition and what's going on in your head and then relinquish all other outcome, relinquish control to that outcome and just be and just enjoy the process. That I think, oh my gosh, will relieve so much stress. That's just based off my experience and what sounds logical. (laughs) So if you feel like that's where you need to be, then maybe that's your first step is I'm just going to not expect myself to do anything. I'm not going to think of the outcome. I'm going to let control of that. Go and just focus on the step that I'm taking right now and being fully in that step and enjoying that step, okay? And this is what I want to follow this with is let's say that you are hoping through taking these steps that all of a sudden stress and overwhelm will magically disappear from the rest of your life, from the rest of your being. I'm going to be the bearer of bad news and I'm going to tell you that that is a lie and that will never happen unfortunately, especially with how we've been hardwired as human beings. When you reach the top of one mountain, guess what? It's the bottom of another mountain, which is great, right? Because it means that you're leveling up and you're always progressing. So what a gift, you guys, that like you get this chance to learn that you were always just on this upward climb of just exciting ventures of learning, of growing, of becoming, that to me personally excites me, but I've, I've built that perspective. And that perspective shift has ultimately come from this knowing that stress and overwhelm is going to be present. It's going to show up at some point. So knowing that and expecting that, I can start to shift my mindset and my stories ahead of time. And when it comes, I'm able to tackle it and put it in its place and say, no, thank you. I'm going to put you over there. I'm not thinking about you today. And look down at my feet exactly where they're at and just focus on taking step after step. Again, not worried about what's coming, but just the step that I'm currently on right now, right? It just leaves so much room for opportunity and for joy throughout the process that by the time that you get to the next mountain, you have literally gained so much understanding and joy for the journey that when you go and face that next level, that next climb for the mountain, you have this toolkit of amazing skills that you're able to grab from and climb it in a way that you never thought was possible. So this is what I want to leave you with, okay? Is that no matter what is going on in your life, and no matter how you feel about it, (laughs) it is such a gift that you have something to stress out over, that you have something that you care about so much 
that it causes you stress and overwhelm. I know that sounds really backwards, but it's true. You have something that you care about in your life. That obviously means that you have something that you're passionate about, something that you love, something that you're shooting for in your life, something that matters to you. You're not walking around lifeless. You're not walking around without goals, without purpose, without passion. You are walking around trying to find and become the best version of yourself because you know that you're capable and possible of whatever it is that you want to do. So stress and overwhelm is not a sign of defeat. It is not a sign of you were doing things wrong. It is the sign that you're doing everything right. Do you have something that you care about? And now we just need to flip it to use it as something that's going to propel us forward rather than something that's going to take us backwards. Thank you guys so much for showing up for you today. And if this episode helps, please share it with someone that you feel could really use these words of wisdom today so that we can all tackle stress and overwhelm and march forward in our lives. And speaking of marching forward, I told you guys this last week that I would give you a sneak peek of what it is that I'm up to next. Earlier in this episode, I talked about getting silent and being able to trust your gut and follow your intuition by listening and actually having the time to listen to what it is that's going on inside your head. By taking the time to do that, you gain so much clarity of what it is that you need to do next, of what it is that's actually pulling you, which is time that we don't often give ourselves. Well, that's what I'm up to next, especially as I launch new things, I'm evolving my career, and as a woman, I'm going to do something called the 12 hour walk, which is essentially that alone, where for 12 hours, I'm going to be alone without distraction, just being with me, myself, and I listening to my thoughts, listening to my intuitions and getting clear on what it is that I'm being pulled to and what's next for me. If you feel like you would gain a ton of momentum by not only doing something like that, but partnering with me by being in a group of other people that are going to do the same walk in May and actually getting mindset coaching within a smaller group, being with people and just feeling that energy so that you can actually create progress and get that clarity that you're looking for. I 100% think that you should reach out. I'm going to drop my email below. So that way in the show notes, you guys can grab it and say, Hey, I want to join you in your 12 hour walk challenge. All you need is the book itself. There's a book called The 12-Hour Walk. It's freaking incredible. It's by Colin O'Brady. It's going to change your life. And I know that because it's been changing mine in the week and a half that I've had it cracked open. We're going to read the book together. We're going to stay consistent to healthy habits, like a little bit of movement every day that's positive for our bodies, drinking enough water, reading the book. And then of course, you're going to get that coaching with me. So if it's something you're interested in, again, please reach out. I'll give you more details. and I'd love to see you guys join me. But until then, you guys go eat the tacos, enjoy your holiday weekend, and I'll see you guys next weekend for another episode of Taco Bell Tuesday. See you then.